What's going on, everybody? It's Benji Sinos. We're in a uh, discreet location. You understand? So we're enjoying our day, enjoying our night. Getting to it. We're going to catch you up to speed. I have some topics. I have some free uh, free calling I want to do. And then other than that, I just want to, you know, have a little conversation with you. I got my man, uh, Caliber Chris to the left, Caliber Beast, Panther, if you know. Uh, other than that, we're going to just talk like this. And we're going to give my man a call real quick. See if he's uh, See if he's free. And then... Three connections. You have two phones on the on the hot spot. Just one. I'm not tripping. I just wanted to know. I just seen. I never had three connections. I wanted to fuck my spot before. Yeah. I'm not tripping, bro. I just said. I just don't like to fuck up the YouTube game. That's all it is. Back, Kyle Cash. He just got in the studio. He made some good ass music. I'm trying to have a motherfucking play. All right. She, this sounds dope. When I get back to Chicago, we can definitely do that. But I'm in LA for now. And then I go to Denver on the 15th. Then I move back from Chicago.
your specific needs, questions, concerns, requirements. This is an artist from uh, Indian. Yo, yo. <laughs> What's the word? What's the word, bro? All right, so this is Ziploc 2.4, everybody. You understand? Uh, his first mixtape did very well in Indianapolis. It had, I think, 40-some thousand on Spotify. And so and we didn't even market or promote it or advertise it. We just let the people have it. And 40,000 some people listened to it. I remember myself when I was doing my walks or going to work. I would play that album start to finish and just pick up where I left off. And so, Tufo, what would you say uh, gets you through your day as a musician? Like, what do you draw your inspiration from? No, nah, this is, I'm on live on my YouTube. I'm doing the business blocks for the next two hours. And so I'm waiting for Day Day to get off work. We're having a meeting at 10. And so I wanted to just, if you had any questions, I wanted to do an interview with you real quick because you had questions. But then I'm actually, if you had any questions about other questions, you're not the only one with those questions. Hold on one second. I'm going to put you on speaker. One, two, three. Yes. Mm, I love from music, bro. I love music. Honest. And I can make my own, you feel me? It can be just as good as anybody else telling their story and all that. You feel me? I do. Yes, I do. I understand that. I feel that all the way. Okay, so I'm saying, since you say you can make it just as good as anybody else's, who is you competing with? Because I said uh, uh, in one of my songs, like, I'm the best in the room. Yeah, I know that. I'm aiming at a top few. I can't hold back. No, nah. like, I'm aiming at a top few, not just competing with everybody. I'm trying to rub shoulders against a couple motherfuckers. A couple motherfuckers in the city and a couple motherfuckers in the industry. Like you, I'm coming for the way you do shows and how you have your crowd control. I'm going to be better than you at that one day. All right, this is not your dating profile. I'm not about to get the pussy off of this shit. Stop fucking playing. What's wrong with you, homie? What's wrong with you? This nigga said I'm athletic. This nigga said uh, I brush my teeth. I smell good. You know, basically just overall solid nigga. Fuck with me, head ass. <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> that way. You want to prove me that I can't do it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. There is no box. Y'all stuck in a box trying to get out. I just closed my eyes and opened them and I saw the world different. That's a bar. I'm so glad that shit was recording. That's a bar for y'all ass. But all right, man, let me get off the phone. Uh, actually, no, 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 what did you have a question about? You like my business proposition? Okay, so I record you uh, $50 hour. If you fuck with the label, you fuck with the, the whole, it's the day-day spot. So he's letting me, he's outsourcing the work to me. So it'll be impromptu my spot when I have those office hours. And so my idea is if you fuck with the label, you fuck with the process, then I'll cut your, cut your, uh, your costs in half. All you gotta do is get $50 for the, um, for the motherfucking, uh, two hours instead of a hundred. I send the 45 over to Miles, So he mixes and masters it better than what, what I did or differently than what I did. So you get the same kind of polished product at your convenience, at your leisure. If he's booked, you still can go through me and have the same kind of out, outcome. And then what you'll do is you get a free hour of business blocks. So then I can either show you how to network, market, set your Facebook up, set your Instagram up, set your YouTube up, whatever you want to spend your hour on, whatever I know how to do, then I have that free hour available. And then also, um, I'll obviously help promote it. And if I give you that in-house deal, that means I get it distributed. So that means I'll pay for it to go out and can stay out this time. Yeah, well, like I said, I moved back down, so I'm here full time until like until my house is ready in Miami. I'm gonna be here for like the next, I say, two three months. But the idea is to get the business going out of out of the dungeon, and then keep just the fam in the dungeon, and then get like a building that like the corporate industry people can go record at. Just because we make more money doesn't mean we have to spend more money, but we still have to spend the money for the ambiance because the new customer wants to be impressed and taken care of, not just taken care of. The old customer, that's the loyal customer, already is valued the whole situation. The new customer wants to be impressed, wants to have amenities. So then we give them gym memberships. We give them babysitters. We give them shit like that. I am. All I have to do is make five uh, five slots a day and I can pay for what I already budgeted for. That's only 10 hours, bro. I got 24 hours out of the 10. And then that's, I got access to it for free. So I don't have to pay any booth fee. So I can leave working that motherfucker until I get kicked out. Yeah. I'm, bro, come on now. I've worked four jobs. I worked at McDonald's for three years. I, I cleaned floors, cleaned toilets, cleaned, you know what I'm saying? And then I already hit up every, I'm hitting up people on my network. I already got two people that say, yeah, like one girl, one guy. And then I'm going to have everybody in my label just off the rip. And the people out of town spend money because they can't, it's like harder. Like it's harder to get a studio in Atlanta. It's harder to get a studio in New York. It's harder to get a studio in LA. So they're like, when they had the money, they're going to spend it just to get. So all they got to do now is just record the house and then send it to me. I mix it down, send it to my house, he masters it. Same thing with you. So if you ever have to make moves or whatever, or you want to have some people over, capture the moment, and then we crystallize it. I'm about to call Kyle Cash. Uh, Y'all damn near should get a song together, too, a Caribbean kind of vibe. You rap like a hook, 
and he sings like he sings the verses and then you rap the hook again. You got a club Caribbean dance hall kind of beat. Look up dance hall beats, bro. No, he's a young guy though. He needs some, he needs like he's a young guy, he's like 22, 21 out of Jamaica. He got a whole Jamaican. No, I don't hear you. Yeah, drop uh, yeah, drop everything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Drop everything so it's out and it's get the ball moving so it can collect size and momentum. And then the difference is in this game. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to drop an album every month. You understand? No, they not. They're going to soak it up, bro. They're going to make a line. They're going to have a parade, bro. That's what I'm saying. You hear me? I said, they're not going to get tired of you. They're going to motherfucking have a parade in them fucking shows, bro. And then you just go out when you want to go out. And that's what I'm saying, bro. I'm about to do, I'm about to put everybody in commercials, magazines, not only my shit. We're going to do that my shit to start just to have you guys get a portfolio together. But then I'm going to outsource it. Like I'm about to do this Levi commercial for 800 a day. That's out in uh, San Francisco. I told Danny about that shit. I'm like, everybody that goes through here, I'm going to give them my plugs and my network. 800 a day. If I do that shit, let's say it's a two, three day shoot. That's a couple thousand dollars just to be in a commercial. So I'm going to put that right back into the business and then keep trying my luck. All right, well, I'm going to call, I'm going to call you later uh, tomorrow. I'm going to call you probably like noon and then uh, I'm going to call Kyle Cash now. All right, bad luck. Hey, who is this? Is it Kyle Cash? Kyle Cash, Uh, Panther says what's good. He said, "What's up, bro?" Yeah, man. Hey, I got a question. When can you get? When can you get to uh, where I'm at? Yeah. You can come Thursday. Excuse me. Get that together by Thursday, bro, and then meet me that Thursday because we got some shit to do. I'm talking about I make this a priority. Like, hit up bitches, hit up niggas tonight, tomorrow, all day, hound they ass. Like, don't even care about looking stupid because once they find that they was invested and involved in the product, they gonna help you every time. Fuck that, bro. No half-ass shit. No half-ass shit, bro. I took my nigga Tufo to fucking St. Louis to get golds in his mouth. Fucking blew a tire. He's like, punch it. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I hit like 100-something, and then boom, tire blows out. I'm like, damn, I should have just drove smooth. Next thing you know, he pulls out a wall full of money. He's like, don't worry about the tire. Let's just get there. So you got to be like with the right people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can build a ship. But you gotta have like crewmen on there that know what the fuck they doing. So when the motherfucking wind and water hit, y'all ass don't capsize and fucking fall over based off of some basic shit. I'm talking about tonight, bro. Like as soon as we get off the phone, like I'm talking about call. Don't even actually no FaceTime. Catch them on the drops and like what, what what's going on? And they be like, I got a business move for you. And if they're bitches, bro, 
tell them that we can do modeling, promotion, magazine advertisement, magazine photo shoots, like interviews, podcast appearances, and then like commercials, movie movie role casting opportunities, shit like that. Don't promise them anything but the opportunity, and it's up to them. I'm talking about, bro. I'm talking about. I just told bro ass, I'm I'm about to go out to California. Uh, I don't know. I got to get the uh, the final sale and everything, but it's like 800 a day, bro. You seen that shit? On my Snapchat. Oh hell no! I gotta stop talking to that nigga then. But nah, bro, it's 800 a day for this Levi uh Levi Jean photo shoot. You at work? Real nigga. Okay, when do you get off? 12? All right, well, this will be, the rest will be off camera. I'm on live right now, but um, they can't hear you. They can just hear me, but I'm on my YouTube shit. But uh, all right, check it out. I'm going to send you the link later, and then you can put the pieces, put the conversation together. And then you can even send this to the people that you asked for the ride so they can see that, like, there's something growing here. This is some business building blocks. It's not just, like, a fair, a free-for-all out of town kind of shit. Like, no, we have an operation. We have logistics. We have a time frame and execution that must happen. All right, bro, don't get fired. Yep. Speaking of fire, what's the little young nigga doing? He got fired for a drug test yesterday. He texted me. He's like, hey, bro, he want paperwork and shit. I got my paperwork on me. I'm going to call his ass, see what he's doing. But he might not be able, he might not be mobile. Hmm. It's past an acquaintance, but it's not a business partner yet. That's why there's no urgency when I call. Unless he's in the studio, I'm going to say call ASAP. He said he's in the studio. Call ASAP. And then Allure. I'm going to call her now, see what she on. See if she available. Hello? What's good? Tell everybody your name, what you go by. Passing the blunts, drinking the hand. Can you hear me? You can hear me? Oh, all right, bet, bet, bet. All right, her dad's on FaceTime. She got to call him back. She's out in LA right now. We're going to get her situated with studios. Uh, she has the ins and outs of the industry down. She's older. She's older than me. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that the, you never say a woman's age. I'm not going to say that, but I, I say that to say this. Wisdom and experience. So she knows what the fuck she's doing. She knows what she wants. She knows who she's fucking with and who she's not fucking with. She's what she's staying away from. She's going to be a good positive influence on the breezy caps, on the animus ray rise. 
uh, Ray Ryan. I'm sorry for fucking your name up. But like on on them kind of on the pro scots, on the the up and coming artists, the Kitty Reds, the up and coming artists from Indianapolis that are females that have to necessarily move then they move differently than how they would they would like to if they was in charge of their own operation. So we don't kiss no ass over here. We present good products and we establish pillars. We don't build bridges. Bridges are like temporary fixes. Pillars that's a land structure. Eventually it becomes a monument. Depending on how many how many layers you can build off of your pillars, your bottom layer is cool. You can build that motherfucker up sideways in the last three four thousand years. It's all about your fucking foundation. And so obviously we're gonna start with men and women, and then we're gonna empower everybody to have their own, and then we're gonna distribute by themselves, and then they're gonna they're gonna grow their own shit, recruit their own talent. So we're gonna fall in every marketplace, every demographic, every city is gonna have their own representation of interactive entertainment. All right. Uh, let me see this shit. Uh, you really should be going live on your Instagram right now. All the way. That shit. Give them a little taste of what's to come. And then you do the same shit I'm doing. Start your podcast. Do like a five, not five, do like a 30 to 40 second snippet of how to make a beat. And then be like, follow my OnlyFans, my Patreon. Follow my Snapchat. Follow my for the rest. Or be like, this is how I make a beat. I remember I seen a, a video of Zaytoven. Uh, no, it wasn't Zaytoven. It was, it was an, it was a producer. He literally made this shit in like 10, 15 minutes in front of a live audience. That like, he rented out a studio just so they could see him make a beat type of shit. You know, like real estate people rent out hotel lobbies or hotel conference rooms. It's like four fifty, four five hundred dollars for the lobby, like maybe for four or five hours. But they're charging everybody a hundred dollars a head. So all I gotta do now is just talk and deliver the product, deliver the presentation, shake hands, sign books, get the fuck up out of there. So for you, you could do that shit from your house. Yeah, just be back. I might even say what I'm about to say online, but I'll say it in here. That's how you Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. This is shared notes, so I gotta delete this shit. <sighs> but nah, this is what I'm on with Breezy. She's my she's my main priority now. She's in front of me making my own So look, right now I'm I made it, Breezy's in it, and then Tasha's about to be in it. She wanted me to call her like right now, actually. But I gotta have my phone charged a little bit more. So then I don't have to like stop shit. Um, but yeah, the A&R, the artist, and then the, the owner. So look, first step, making an audition slate. Gotta add you to this photo album. Don't share the word with anyone. That's how we're gonna gain artists on the label. Providing with benefits is fucking with a media company, not just a record label. Hold that info for your own company. Sooner than later, motherfuckers gonna have to take you as someone who's serious for real, for real, and a force in this industry. So they move off your drum and they think how you think. So the product stays consistent. Don't replace working cogs. Instead, double down on the recipe, the vibes, the energy, the mechanics that brought the initial success. The U-print. That's the second thing. Second priority uh, for media. I'm going to put part of media. There you go. The U-print. Breezy Ellis edition. 
it's gonna be a vlog basically it's gonna start with all my artists and all musicians engineers producers business owners no no not business owners artists engineers producers composers songwriters shit like that mm -hmm. i'm gonna interview them on how they do what they do you know jay-z had the blueprint this is gonna be a songwriter on the show too who mar this is gonna be okay yeah this is gonna be a uh a you print is how do you do what you do? What's your recipe for success? What are you comfortable with in gotcha. a work condition? Yeah. So then eventually after you get a catalog of, let's say, five, not five, but like two, three hundred interviews this year, next year, years on out, we just outsource for videographers and cinematographers to interview business owners, small business owners, big business owners, corporations. We use the relationships that we gained on the visual album. We only go through those 150 companies. So it's about pillars. What do you mean about visual album? Again? I told you I'm selling ad spots on my album. That's enough of that. I that was some game I should not have said on live. <sighs> but anyways, uh, if you're watching the free game, <laughs> message, uh, vlog interview for all three respective youtube channels usually i just put it on my shit but i know this will be a good breadcrumb for you to leave make leaving an online trail towards your music directing traffic towards your social medias showing the world your personality so you're more likely to get sponsorship deals and advertising placements and then we talked about hating that's the next that's the first song she's about to work on and then there's another song called youth that's like a high we talked about like high out of tone and like a back layer and then tracked out low bottoms on the bottom layer uh, she's working on that EPK, her electronic press kit. And then she still needs to do headshots for it, get her measurements. She needs, this is the homework. Get your headshots, get your measurements, finish the songs. I got to schedule studio time. I got to schedule visuals. And you got to write up a bio. And then she has this dope uh, festival kind of like, put your lighters up, smoke some weed song called Tab. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I texted them both. Um, I texted them both. Yeah. I said, this is for our younger artist, Breezy Cap. She raw. She accepted the signing bonus. I give all my artists that sign paperwork, a thousand dollar signing bonus. It's not no advance. It's here. Give half of this to your family so they see you making money and have to hold it. And you spend the rest however the fuck you spend the rest. The rest is the test. That other 500 is if you fucked it up, here you go. If you did it right, motherfucker put more into it. And like, even if you necessarily didn't get your return yet, you got invested in the process. So now like, I went to the studio four or five times last week. Like I got fucking addicted to that shit. I was like, all right, I'm gonna put this up. I got, let's say, I, okay, cause the other week I made 600, 650 off of that shit. I gave Miles the 400 immediately. I gave him, I meant to give him 200, but I accidentally gave him more 50s than I meant to. So they like, I was like, you have a decision. Take them shits back, fuck with the relationship a little bit, change the vibration of the, the little sit down, or you just let them have it, boost the rep uh, reputation, boost the trust level, boost the, you know what I'm saying, all of that. Mm -hmm. They call about seven habits. That book, Seven Habits of Successful People, there's called emotional bank accounts. You can deposit and withdraw in every action, every day. You're making one of those every single day, every action. You're making a deposit into somebody's emotional bank account or you're making a withdrawal. That's why if you fight more than you you are you happy or you're just about cutting even with a girl or with, with your significant other, your emotional bank account is drained. So like, yeah, you might put it in there, but you take it right out. If you're like, it says under one to five or one to six positive and negative um, interactions, 
leads to a successful relationship and they don't break up. If it's past that, it's doomed. That said, it's doomed. It's going to fail. Most average around 1 to 10, 10 to 20. Like, like negative to positive. I'm talking about you can remember that versus I remember that. So I said she signed the bonus and she accepted the bonus, was paid the bonus, knows how to record well, records fast, writes herself, sings as well, picks the beats out herself in the process of structuring her own LLC to distribute directly to her audience via TuneCore and then also become a TuneCore brand ambassador, also become a Castel Vodka brand ambassador. We got some songs that hit five figures each when we dropped them. Uh, you know, one of them is Pac-Man and one of them is Post Up. Okay, uh, about to throw her on my next album, uh, Life After the Lease. She fucks with it. She good people too. She from Indy. I said, add yourself and read over what I wrote in the notes. Make adjustments. We have a shared notes. I said, so we can all contribute. We all can be productive without even having to be around each other. We can always throw ideas uh, in the pot. And then uh, highlight the adjustments. We can get on the phone, have a artist, manager, label, talent curator conversation between the three of us. Uh, about to put you in a group chat. Actually, Breezy, if you're reading this far down like this, this is me like, this is like me CCing you in an email. I will send to Tasha. So it's cool. Here's the group chat now instead. Check out the group notes on the notes I attached above. That was the group uh, chat I put. So I'm, I'm doing that. And then also one of the benefits would be this as well. This is called the Intent Media Guide breezy ellis edition so as you can see i showed her how to make a uh audition slate very simple five six seconds six topics that's how you get in the door for the audition they get your personality off script and then they see how you do on script and then they see how you do improvising and then they see how you put it all together and then present a fucking relatable, performable, payable, tangible product that someone could take home with them. Mental space, something they can grab. Like, you know how motherfuckers, like women want to be talked to, men want to see shit. So it's like, when they say motherfuckers lie and bitches wear makeup, it's like motherfuckers, if you know what you're going for, don't be scared to take your shot if you see the target. If you see that target, this might be your only chance to take that shot. So then it's like, what I say? This is one of the pictures in the folder. Number one, you have five seconds to make a good impression. Number two, casting directors do not have the time to watch every audition tape. What does this mean for actors? Simple. You make those first five seconds count. Otherwise, the casting director won't watch your tape. And here's the most important things you need to understand. In a lot of cases, the first thing the casting director sees won't be your audition tape or your demo reel. It'll be your slate. What is a slate? It's an actor's business card. It's a short clip where you introduce yourself before you begin your audition tape. You usually mention your name, your height, and where you're based on. Wherever else the casting director specifies. Looking at the camera, have your head held and shoulders into the, into the frame confidently say, hi, I'm Benny Sinos, 89 Push Chicago, <laughs> Interactive Entertainment 6-1. Here's a real example. Miley Cyrus, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so why is this important? Think about it. Does the casting director actually care about your name or where you're from? Some might, most don't. After all, they will have the information already along with the tape you sent them in. 
Beyond being a formal standard introduction, think of the slating as your first test. It's the first five seconds during which you can make an impression. It's the only part of the audition where you are yourself. It's the most important part of the tape that answers the casting directors when I want to work with this person. So I'm not going to give you guys all the, all the game. Fuck with the label and you know what I'm saying? You get it by blood, <laughs> by, by nature, by byproduct. Uh, so that's that. I'm serious about my artists and they serious about me. So we're going to have a good ass fucking run until we fucking not even get tired until we just take our cleats off, give them to the kid in the front row. And then, you know what I'm saying? Take a picture with the family, call it a day. Then I'm put on a motherfucking a hat, get a water bottle and a whistle and show the next generation how to do what I did. So, all right. Uh, that's that. And then they're free to work on that shit as they see fit. And so I said some shit to Alton earlier today. I had to explain why I fired Asher and shit. And uh, we're good, though. We're we're not. There's no bad blood. Mm-hmm. See, look. It's just, that's the, I'm going to show you that shit. Who just called me? Young nigga at a stool. Miles called me. So this is NCB Dupree. Niggas chasing. I never chase a bitch, Dupree. Niggas chasing Benjamins. Hello, what's good? <laughs> Why are you sounding like you woke up? Damn, what's good? Slam in, going back to sleep, shit. Hell no, nah, you better tell everybody I'm on live right now. I'm on my YouTube shit. I'm and so I need you to tell everybody who you are, how old you are, where you from, and what to expect. One second, ready, go. Wait, say it again. Who you are, where you coming from, what, sh- what age are you, and what to expect. Dead ass right now. All right, man. Shit. NCB, D U P R E, Dupree. You know what it is? Nigga, expect a whole lot of shit. A couple albums, maybe. Uh, 19th, Indianapolis, Indiana. So, there's a 10 year age gap between the two of us. Mm. I've almost been alive for a third longer than you've been alive. So what do you expect to gain for benefit or benefit from fucking with a guy like me? So I want to tell everybody or show everybody your perspective. So then when you see then the the the, the sponsors, the seed that see my page or I send them out my page, they can know what to expect from your mentality. Because what I've observed, I'm gonna just tell you what I observed after you tell me what you expect to learn or what you expect to gain from fucking with me. One second, ready to go. So what's the vibe you've got from me so far? The vibe I got from you? Shit. I don't know. I see a... Uh, you know what you're doing. You know what you want. And, uh, I'm not getting a real old school vibe off of Brooks. Well, bro, I appreciate that, man. I'm going to tell you what I thought from you, bro. I think you, you, and you, you, in your room when... Another you comes in the room, you sit and listen because you might know that there might be some things that you haven't lived for and you don't want to fucking find out yourself. So you might have to skip those pages and just get straight to the next chapter, but still know what I'm talking about without having to read it yourself. I feel like you take taking information from watching other motherfuckers fuck up or do good, one of the two. But whereas motherfuckers might want to just do it themselves, just like they did it themselves, whereas you could have been Cardi B at 25 because she, she did it herself and she got the bag from someone else. 
So she already had her core fan base and just brought it and then charged more because she had it versus, no, I'm going to just do it myself the whole time. And then it just comes and goes, ship in the middle of the night. So I feel like you have a, your unique sound, your unique personality. I'm going to capture it. I'm going to bag it up and sell it to the masses. I just need you to do your part. And it was a test, bro. I always test motherfuckers when they leave in the studio when I'm sitting in on the next session. I always ask them if they want to stay and work or if they want to just call it a night and get up with me the next day or some shit. They never follow up, bro. It's the people that stay are always the motherfuckers I fuck with. And you stayed. You had no reason. You didn't know me. You didn't know that me and Miles had almost did 100 songs in four months. Hmm. And I live out of town. I came once, twice a week, maybe. But I was doing 10, 11 songs a night. So I sacrificed that whole night, damn near, so we could do those three, four songs. You didn't know that. So how you feel about performing at Lucas Oil Stadium, Bangers Life Fieldhouse, and Victory Field next year? Well, you know I got the paperwork with me right now. I got the contract with me right now. I didn't. You, we can pull, you can pull up because I'm about to have a meeting with a videographer. We about to get so you are gonna have as many music videos as you can shoot. And we're not talking about the other dude. I'm talking about somebody I knew from a little while ago. He shot my music video type shit. And so, like, he did an interview with me, 38-minute interview, fluid the whole time, real concepts, real fucking topics. Like, he's older, so he don't have no time to bullshit. He's older than me. He like, 30-something. And so, I mean, we're going to just keep passing down different generations. Game. You got a game that I don't even know about. I'm not even hip to your generation's game. So, I mean, yeah, that's a 10-year age gap, which means I got 10 years to learn some shit. Well, I mean, I have 10 years worth of shit to learn. And vice versa, same thing with you. You have 30 years worth of shit to learn. So it's a little harder for you, but then your advantage is once you close your eyes and open them, you see the world different forever. There's a saying, a mind expanded can't ever, a mind expanded can't ever contract. Once you see the world, you out the matrix, you can't, your conscience won't let you go back in and know. Like if you think your bitch is cheating on you, you find out your bitch is cheating on you, mm -hmm. you can't ever go back to being like she faithful. But if you don't even play that game, you don't even care about that, you focus on whatever you're doing, then it's, it doesn't matter. Ignorance is bliss. My dad said you can be happy or you can be right with women. Choose one. You can be right or you can be happy. Because mm. he understands female nature. He tried to put me on game with female nature. These women are going to do, what do they say, hypergamy choosing? So just be the best option. You know what I'm saying? Don't even... Hold on the phone. One second, one second, okay? Videographer uh, guys call me right now. <sighs> A cow cash. What up, cuz? I mean, Benny. <laughs> What's good, bro? Where you at? That sounds perfect, bro. Uh, what are the chances that we can go to your house tonight for a quick signing, like sign a handshake kind of thing? Um, probably a little unlikely. I gotta get, I gotta get it in with her first. <laughs> Y'all can't say less. I'm on live. I'm on my YouTube shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear about you knocking boots with uh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? 
But now that I got you on the phone, tell everybody what's your name, where you're from, how old you are, and what, what to expect from you. One second. Ready, set, go. What's up, y'all? Shit. DJ Day Day. Shit. Um, WWE Records. Well, Vision. Studio owner. Yeah, um, basically created operation where there is no middleman for artists or businesses as far as commercials and promotions. Um, we do a lot of online promotion, obviously, you know, in our age. Um, shit, I'm 30. And shoot, let's work. Straight like that. Tell him, ask him what his bread and butter is. All right, so what's your bread and butter? What are the ball folks going to come see you first for? We're talking about stranger on the on the on the on the side of the street peeps your vibe, and he's like, "What do you do? You do something? I can tell by the way you carry yourself. What are you gonna say?" The best thing you do. Hmm. All right, say less. I got somebody else on the phone. I'm gonna call you back uh, tomorrow, seven o'clock. Love. All right, love. Y'all can you hear me. All right, so look, uh, seven o'clock tomorrow, we're meeting with the videographer. If you can come, bro, pause. You should be there. 7 p.m. or 8? P.m. Okay, okay. And you see my text about uh, recording? Yeah, check this one second. Check your phone. All right, check it now. And Miles agreed to mix and master if you don't like it the way I do it, but I paused. If, but I'm saying you're going to like the foundation I put on it, and then if he wants to go over some shit, he can go over some shit type shit. But if you don't have a schedule with him and he's full, come. you can come to me, or you can come to me first and just make your day with him like a mix and mastering day. And if you fuck with the label, bro, I'll cover half of your expenses. So instead of doing two hours for 100, it'll be two hours for 50. But I put out the song and I get you the visuals done. I do all that shit for you. Get you the interview, get you the podcast appearance to promote it, uh, do the photo shoot to put your shit on your socials, all of that shit. All right, appreciate it. I need you to go on this website real quick, check your phone. Don't share this with anybody, bro, at all. Like, this is what I told my homie Jamaica or Kyle Cash. He was just on the podcast. I said, make you one and don't share this link with anybody. Calling you in a minute. Call me if I stall in calling you. Working on some shit right now for the business. Can't share it because we're going to sell the same service to outside artists via consulting fees or providing these services for free to our own in-house artists on the label. Don't diminish the scarcity of knowledge and open your access unless you're at the end of your run and selling your company and all its intellectual property. Make this, bro. There's situations like the one I came across for me, San Francisco in a couple of days, $800 a day for the Levi Jeans commercial photo shoot. And that's what you make? That's what I get paid. 
You see my text? I just I just sent you a new one. A new message. Nah, I sent a picture. Pause. <sighs> I like to put receipts on my YouTube shit so motherfuckers know I'm not capping about shit. The video turn around. No, nah, they can't see shit, but it's it's eight hundred a day. You see that shit, bro? It's all valid, bro. No cap. Bro, you ain't seen the picture. Check your phone real quick. I just seen you read it. So that's in two weeks. So the idea is we can get like a studio session booked with that money. We can get we can get like a probably a twelve hour slot over two days with that money. Get a hotel. You know what I'm saying? They pay for flight. They pay for the hotel actually. So hotel and flight taken care of. So we can pay for mass deal time. We can pay for a music video while we out there, and then just do that again. Just overbook yourself. So you booked for like two, th when I was doing the Chicago TV shit, I was just trying to get booked like two, three times a week. I wasn't trying to do it every day. It's just two, three times a week, 10 to 12 hour bookings. Bet a hundred dollars, take a COVID test, you get three, four hundred dollars just to be directed. Check out the profile I sent you. Did you read it? Yeah, click the link and then actually look through my profile I sent you while you're on the phone so you can ask me any questions of how to do what I did or you can actually kind of see my online resume a little bit. I, you don't know, like, my field progress. It should go straight to Benji Sinos. I'm going to send it to you one more time. Young nigga at the studio, Miles. All right, did you get it? I just sent my link. I sent it to Kyle Cash, my dumb ass. That's your white sheet. You got to come up with that. You got to put that in your list of demands. You know how motherfuckers be like, I want all the red Skittles separated from the bag? This is your list of demands. Bam. 
I'm gonna send you another website after you sign, bro, to make you make your white sheet. It's a professional white sheet. It's a professional EPK, your electronic press kit. And then they can't even come back and talk to you unless they agree to your shit first. It's like when a girl talk to you, you know, it's money in the bag because girls don't just talk to people they're not interested in. They might listen to somebody they're not interested in, but they're not going to just start a conversation. So I'm saying this is the beginning, bro. This is the bottom floor, 800 a day. Imagine when you create your own brand out there and my voice be like, nah, I want him in my video versus I'll have somebody in my video. All right, so meet me at 7 o'clock tomorrow. I'm going to send the address when I get there, all right? All right, baby, have a good night. Passing the blunts. Drinking the hand. The time that we spend. <sighs> So this is a guy out of um, Memphis. We actually met 2017 type shit. Took him to the studio. Said he wanted a studio. Took him to the studio first time. Next thing you know, the rest of the history is American rap. What's the word, bro? Hey, so I need you to do me a favor, bro. I'm on my YouTube live right now, giving uh, business building blocks and shout outs to the artists I fuck with. I need you to tell them your name, how old you are, where you from, and what to expect from you. Free KD coming soon. Free KD did drop tonight for his birthday, actually. So send me the I'll put it in this uh, bio description for the YouTube video. I'll run it up on you. Alright. Alright, right, so look, Jay, I got a question for you, bro. What makes you want to do the music shit? For people that don't know you, that want to have an introduction to your music, they heard your music, they fuck with your music, just don't know your story. That phone. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah, so I'm saying for the people that fuck with your music, heard your music, know who you are, but don't know your story, what can you tell them? One more time, one more time. So the people that fuck with you know who you are, fuck with your music, but they don't know your story, what would you tell them? Kind of 
right now you are overall businessman. Motherfuckers don't know that you have your own business and a business brewing that we can get our paperwork together and we can get that whole operation, get you that whole floor together. What else do you do during the daytime to raise money? And what would you say if somebody seen you off like off the street? There's like a seed investor, a philanthropist, a donator, somebody that is, gives money to charity, supports upstarts, brand new businesses, uh, small businesses. What would you say to them if they just recognized you? Like, I hey, you somebody. I don't know what you do, but I know you do something. What would you tell them real quick? What, what would you tell them you do? I tell them, yeah, I do. I, I tell them, yeah, I make. I tell them, yeah, I cut hair, but make music. But um, making music is my dream. You know what I'm saying? It's the dream job. And fucking with Benji Sinos, fucking with this man Benji, we're going to monetize it, bag it up, and sell it, and give it to the masses. Whoever want to buy it, going to line up around the line for it. All right, so I have a meeting at 7. I just locked in this so we I can record you. Uh, if you sign, since you already on paperwork since 2017, if you want to renew that contract, I'll cut the studio and expenses in half, provide the free visuals, provide the, the media, the magazines, casting, all of that shit. Check your phone. I'm about to send you a, a text message real quick, but you can't share this. This is for you to do by yourself and then eventually sell this to somebody else or give it to somebody else after you have your label. So check your messages real quick. Speaking on when it comes to work, got a free KDZ job today, man. Go run it up. You heard him, run it up. Check your phone right now. Yeah, nothing yet. Just the other one from Instagram. Uh, one second. Nothing yet, just the one from Instagram, but one second, one second. Oh, you said it on Instagram what? I'm about to send it on Instagram because my messages haven't gone through to you yet. Like, so I'm about to send this on Instagram. One second. All right, so uh, what's the name? Brody Dupree just made his... Uh, Dupree just made his uh his his profile. So now Janie's gonna make his profile so I can put them all together in a website and have them have their own page. You understand? Know all right, it's there. Check it. Instagram. Nah, text message. Immediately, you see what one of those days costs or pays. That's the first thing I saw. So it's not even about stopping what we're doing, it's about just creating more time to do what we want to do. So we're going to still do the barbershop shit. We're still going to do the music shit. But then we're going to tiptoe into this other lane so that we can close the other door whenever we want to, opposed to getting kicked out the house. You understand? 
And so the idea is then you give the, you sell this network opportunity as a consulting fee to other people. You don't have to even do anything anymore, but present it that they didn't even know existed. So then you get a 5%, 10% finder's fee for every project they do from here on out. I'm not doing that with you because I want you on the label. I want you to be a pillar. I told everybody today, we're making pillars, not bridges. Bridges are temporary crosses. Pillars are something you can build a foundation on, build as tall as you want, as long as the foundation is right. So imagine how many people in Memphis, kids 15 to our age that want to make music, just don't know the means of doing it or don't understand how simple it can be with three, four thousand dollars. They think you got to spend three, four thousand dollars on a video and studio time. They don't know you can get your whole operation off the ground and running itself for three, four thousand dollars. They also don't know all the things we want to do for the gang code. They don't know that either. It's not their job to know. I said, she don't know the, what I say about baby. I said, uh, some, some, it's like, yeah, she don't know this road, but that's not her toe. Like, that's not, she don't need to know that shit. Nope. That's the life untold. He just said the best, man. Benji B notes. He said Benji B notes. <laughs> you fried, bro. <laughs> Damn, so I said we take a trip out there in two weeks because that's when that shoot is out there. Two weeks, we can get we pay for our flight, pay for our hotel, eight hundred a day. We stay out there for two, three days. We get different projects, so that's eight eight hundred days. What is that? Twenty four hundred between each twenty four hundred each. With all our expenses paid, we can get some studio time and visuals done out there and fuck around, pay for a podcast slot, get our market going out there and pay for a radio interview out there. Yeah. And go to the club and act the ass, spend half of it. So we make an impression next time you got to pay for us to come because you saw what we did last time. All right, I gotta get back to this podcast. One more thing that you should tell them before uh, before you sign off. Say what? I'm about to get back on this podcast. One, uh, tell the people one more time, uh, not one more time, but just one more thing that they should look for, and one thing that's unique about you when you sound. So he says he had a story and the authority to tell it. All right, for sure, man. I'm going to call you at 7 tomorrow. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, but he just made his profile. All right, so we should do acting, modeling, reality, because eventually we have enough personalities on TV that will give us our own show. Excuse <laughs> me, and that's the end game anyways. That's what we're going to be doing anyways, and then we're going to drop it after they are somebody. They're like, wait, how did you get all these people under one roof from the beginning? It's because we created and tapped into their potential, whereas they were just trying to maximize their means. All right, acting, modeling, reality TV, promo, so events, walkthroughs, shit like that. And, uh, and this dude should definitely do voiceover because he's funny. He's like... Uh, what, with my knapsack? Don't make me get in my knapsack. I'll walk into your block, take my hat, keep my hat back. <laughs> yeah, like this little voiceover, like, you know what I'm saying? He's rapping. Yeah. Voiceover and shit. All right, little shooties. All right. 
Who else? Who else? Let me see what Tasha's doing. She available. She's like this far. She worked hard. She had a real job. Not a real job, but like a corporate job. And then she's trying to get into this shit. This be her new real job. So I'm giving her the keys to the kingdom because I've been known her. I can vouch for her character. So I'm uh and she's a model, so I'm gonna see if she goes to get her feet wet in the other side of the industry by just being in those rooms, they get used to her and then be like make a suggestion. They be like, actually I have a catalog to back your suggestion. So be prepared. That's what hit me up today. So I'm putting this shit together. All right. You better write that up. No, not really. I gotta have. Uh, I gotta do one more question. I gotta call one more person. I mean, I don't even need to call nobody. I just need to get through these topics. All right. So tell me, what you can ad lib what you think. I was talking to Alden earlier. This is before I started calling the people. Right? So I was talking to Alden. I said it's A to B, B to C, C to D, then A to D. Why you guys said that? Because baby didn't understand what the fuck I was talking about. She's like, what's that mean? I was like, I'll just go over it on podcast. That's what inspired me doing the podcast today. Just misinterpretation. So I was like, let me be clear. Let me clarify this it's shit. not D to A? No, it's A to B, B to C. C to D, A to D. Always one move at a time. But you can just expedite your trip based off of the relationships and the, the spots, the roads that you've paid. So then you can still make one trip, but now you're just going from start to your destination instead of stopping in between filling for gas making new studio relationships finding new you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. boom a to d you already set the road so now necessarily a to d isn't for you but a to d is necessarily for the next generation so they don't have to worry about like the shit like he said different shit that he said that they don't have to even realize is a reality for some people um so basically just say their synopsis is always make one move at a time because they can pound. Rick Ross made nine, Rick Ross, the freeway Ricky, he said you make 90,000 decisions in a two to three hour tennis match. So imagine, so my interpretation was imagine how many decisions we make all day, every day, and they can pound. And so I have a quote that I live by. It says the absence of positive habits is just as destructive as the presence of bad habits. So just because you're not doing anything bad doesn't mean you do anything good. And being neutral is bad, so technically you're doing something bad. It's because you're standing in space. You're, in you're not even standing still. You're in <clears throat> in the way for the next generation. You don't even realize it's coming for you. Imagine you're on an escalator and you don't ever move. Motherfuckers eventually going to have to get off the escalator. You never moved your feet. You got to where you needed to go or where you thought you could, where you saw yourself going, but you never moved your feet. So, yeah. But then once you have to get the fuck out the way and go somewhere. You know what I'm saying? There's no free rides. No... It's not it's not that this shit is a business. And so as soon as you understand that at the beginning, then you sacrifice for the business because it's worth your sacrifice because that freedom is priceless. Waking up when you want to wake up, buying what you want to buy, eating what you want to eat, smoking when you want to smoke, drinking when you want to go out, going on a date when you want to go on a date, taking a flight just because you want to just get away from the time zone, taking somebody with you because you can afford if they got fired because they can't get their day off cleared or whatever. Well, fuck it. You, you with me, so you don't really have to work. But if you want to work, stack up and spend whatever the fuck you want to spend. And I'll say that to caveat to this because I, I see 
the half steps I've done and dragging feet. I've seen what that does to people who are. You don't want to be on a on a, a A basketball team and looking at the guy who's slagging like, bro, you're you're slacking off during practice. Like, not even that, bro. Suicides. If you don't make it between sixteen seconds, the whole team's running until you do. Right. We're but not I, trying I just, to fucking run all goddamn day. We're right. trying to make this shit and go home. Right. You're gonna get us doing fucking smoke doing push up because you're fucking around. You know? So this says there I have a, I have a quote in here too. It says you can't steal second with your foot on first. You got to fucking go. You might get caught in a pickle. You might get out that pickle. You might get tagged out. But at least you know the pitchers move now. So when you get on base next time, you know, okay, well, if he picks his foot up like that, I can go get second. But if he puts his foot up like that, I got to get my ass back to first. But you're not waiting on first. You gaining ground, waiting, 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 going, reading, going. Okay, the ball bounced off the plate. I'm gone. The ball didn't bounce off the plate, went straight to his glove. I'm right back. Yeah. And I'll just like to finish up what I was saying was like, understanding who you're actually working with and understanding the, the levity, the gravity of what the situation is and what it's supposed to be in future projections. Versus what it costs to start right. and what you had to start with. If you motherfucking yeah. ice a lawn out, okay, cool. Like, But if you're using scissors in your hands, mm -hmm. that needs to be appreciated. Like, okay, my hustle was lawnmowing at some point. But I'd compete with the big lawnmower companies because they would do that shit done in 20, 30 minutes, five, fuck it, 10, five, 10 minutes. And they'd have your shit done standard. So what I would do is I put little designs in your shit. I'd edge your shit. I, you know what I'm saying, do this amenities that they couldn't do with their big lawnmowers. I used my small lawnmower as an advantage, as a tool for success instead of a crutch for failure. You understand? Yeah, man. And basically, with your. You're going on and using these different confidences through other achievements in different fields. True that. True that. Um, and speaking on my role, it's it's just being like in a place where you know your role, but you're not necessarily kept to that role. It's not this, my business is merit based business. You can get out of your role as, like I say, artists by spending some of the money getting the business blocks or just you know what i'm saying like if you have beats whatever trading me beats or if you have songs doing features for me then i'll do the business box for free you know what i'm saying but you have to invest the time and then i'll give you the game and then it's up to you to jump out the nest and fucking fly you know what i'm saying and then here's what i'll say for anyone who's going into business with someone who has a, a clear mind on what they're gonna do start middle beginning and they had the whole product lined out if you're going to be that go-to guy man you can't you have to sacrifice your time in the beginning that's what it is is because it's not just one person sacrificing 100 the other guy is sacrificing 30 like that can never work if we're pushing this thing together we both need to have you know our hands pushing this wheel, you know, pushing this, uh, sweat equity. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. still somebody's driving, somebody's steering, somebody's pushing. Right. And so if I'm the engine. I am the engine of my business. The motherfucking the window wipers need to work. The turn signal need to work. Like I'm not even asking motherfuckers to be the engine. I'm asking motherfuckers to be the shit that makes the, the shit functional. It makes mm -hmm. sense, practical mm -hmm. and not necessarily overpowering from one presence to where they be palatable. 
to where motherfuckers would be like, I had a goofy ass nigga back in the day. I was doing something. He didn't want to come for me for business. He went to my friends for business, but he didn't know that my friend came to me for business first. Mm. So he was coming to me for business anyways. So like motherfuckers will try and do that little backdoor sneaky goofy shit, especially if they see you winning a little too much more than you should be. So like, that's why we build pillars, not bridges. Cause motherfuckers will burn bridges. You got to get in the house to fuck the pillars up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, nah, it's not gonna happen. And so, um, I said a mind expanded king of trap. We already talked about that. And I said, get past the first layer of life, and every layer past the first makes the first obvious. What do you think well, I mean by that? I I think you mean by being successful in a business venture and getting gaining the confidence from that experience can propel you to go to the next level and have that confidence being like, all right, it's level two. I can walk this shit just like I didn't know level one, you know what I'm saying? Um, And another caveat to the person who's, you know, either helping or funding or trying to be a part of the whole system. And when your homeboys created out of thin air, just be that dude who's on go, who's on call, who's ready and put the sacrifices up. And I've already, I've already, I've already walked out of jobs, lost jobs. I literally got all, fired. All in this business. And Fucking with the, the Bryson Tiller engineer, I literally got fired because I came like 30 minutes late to my work. That's mm-hmm. how I lost Penny Bows. Mm-hmm. I was in Louisville. I was like, yo, this shit is worth it. I had to connect, put me in contact with them. And the, the thing is, Fucking you, I got fired from a warehouse it. job take, taking 3D to Chicago. Right. I didn't get there and back in time to go work. It's like this shit worth it though. That's a job. When you when you when you you gotta quantify it like that, that it's actually worth it in your mind, even though you might not be benefiting from it from then there, whatever. If you're a logical person, you are you benefiting mean, it. Like, like I said, you gotta walk home. You could be like, oh, I'm, I'm walking, I'm not benefiting. No, you're getting home. Every step you take is a benefit. So like, yeah, every step you take towards success, you might not get paid that day, but you're benefiting still. Like you're gaining assets, you're gaining equity in the marketplace. Like when you when you make fucking hundred songs in four months, you're gaining experience as an artist. You're gaining more experience in developing yourself as an artist. So now I can go freestyle that song that I did yesterday or two days ago, and do three songs in less than an hour mm-hmm. off the top of my head. No, no written nothing. I didn't even know what beat he was picking. I just found a hook in my head, and I found the verses. But I said this is this is the uh this is the last quote for that topic. It says there's beauty in the struggle on your level. That's what J. Cole said. And this is the last topic I'm about to say based off of this quote. It's different though, different subject. Excuse me. It goes, it's a man's job to attract and connect with the woman he desires. It's the woman's job to retain the man's desire. I flip it into business sense. What you talking about there? No, I'm talking about just strictly women. I can relate to it after I get that established. What do you think I mean by that? What's that quote mean to you? Say that one more time. It's a man's job to attract and connect with the women he desires. It's the women's job to retain the man's desire he's connected to. She's connected to. It's his job to keep get her. It's her job to keep him. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? I'm trying to I'm trying to flip it in a music business kind of way. You can't because that's that's there's no reciprocity in music. There's no yeah, that's true. There's, there's no loyalty. Ain't fucking coming over trying to keep you. It's not even that they will if you're paying the lights or they're giving you giving them boats and shit up bonuses and all that shit. But I'm saying the loyalty 
There's no loyalty to the craft. There's loyalty to the product. So if they give you good product, you get a good, person, good person's music, you're going to do what we did when... Uh, fuck is that album? Um, hmm. Holy Grail. When Holy Grail came out, we waited in the hotel room for like two, three hours past 12. It was like 2 o'clock. We missed the whole club. Cause we was waiting. We was gonna know. The idea was we gonna have a listening party, get fucked up, smoke, drink, chill, and then go to the club. Off of that vibe, and it didn't come out until like fucking one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And we had to listen to this shit, and then we, it was three o'clock, four o'clock. So we missed the whole night. We made that night that night, but we missed like because we was loyal to the product. We wasn't loyal to him doing shit to make sure all the the Verizon phones were able to download this shit. We didn't. We weren't loyal to the fact that. He took two, three hours later than they were supposed to drive. That he he did it in one take or he didn't write it. We don't care about none of that. We just wanted the music to listen to and party to. That's all we gave a fuck about. That's actually true, man. Especially how attention span Americans are nowadays. Really, the whole world. You got to hit them first, hit them hard, and keep hitting them with shit. So, caveat, if you're so overseas, out of your mind. if you're overseas or you're out of town, Contact out-of-town overseas networks, publish publishers. They'll write about you, and then you can leverage that in your city. Like, I don't hear shit from clubs anymore. I don't take no shit from clubs anymore. Not in my city, not in Chicago, never. They played my shit and let me perform at King of Diamonds in Miami. I'm not, I can go to your club and perform. I can go have my music played at your club, at your, your booty club, wherever. I've, like, I've already gotten the highest level of access. So I'm not about to hear shit from you. Like if I already got the okay from the parent, I'm not gonna hear shit from the five-year-old saying, take your shoes off. If the parent already said it was cool to have my shoes on, I'm not listening to the five-year-old tell me to take my shoes off. Take your shoes off. <laughs> I'm not. So it's Benny Sinos. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We got Kyle Chris. He's in the cut. Yeah, let's do a little, little impromptu. Uh, what up? I'm black as fuck. Can't see me until I smile. What's up? It's Kyle Chris. Kyle Beats. I'm a producer engineer slash artist really new artist because the workout that this dude be putting out man influenced me inspired me to i say crawl before you walk so you yeah. kind of advance you crawl before you walk in i knew how to and lay, I said, lay walk the melodies down but now it's learning how to song write and to put shit together and actually make an actual song you know i saying? fucked up i said walk before you crawl mm -hmm. so you kind of advance you walking before you crawling right yeah. but you got to sprint when you with me so that walking before you crawling shit ain't good enough. You got to sprint before you crawl. And that's when I would say when you're working with somebody, you got to understand who you're working with. If they're high performer, top shit, you got to meet them at the same level, man. You, you can't be... Perfect example, a rookie asked Kobe Bryant on some fan on some fanboy shit, can I work out with you, Kobe? Kobe said, yeah, I'll be here at 3 o'clock. It's like noon. So he's thinking like two hours. Okay, so he shows up, Kobe's working out. He's like, can I work out you again? He's like, yeah, 3 o'clock. He's thinking 3 o'clock p.m. tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He gets to practice 3 o'clock p.m. tomorrow. Kobe's like, where the fuck were you? He's like, I'm here. 3 o'clock. He's like, no, no, 3 a.m. I was here at 3 a.m. and 3 p.m. So that's Kobe. You know what I'm saying? That shit, he was on shit. Mm -hmm. And it started with his Mamba mentality. He was the mental first. That's what I'm saying. The first layer has nothing to do with business, success, confidence. The first layer is anything is possible. The first layer is anything is attainable. And then once you open your eyes and see the world like that, you don't mind going to go talk to that girl because she can be bagged. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? That first layer 
is the most important thing. And most of the time it's a filter or a blinder towards your dreams. They say the cave of desires, the treasure is in the treasure you seek is at the cave of desires that you are scared to enter. So you got to face your fears and then you'll realize what the universe has lined up for you the whole time. All right, Benicinos, I'm out. No more free shit. Yep. And right to bring the time. Stay tuned.